Monday morning, we're back again, and I've got a deal come from Expert Electrical. ExpertElectrical.co.uk have sent us a deal for our listeners. Now, it's a Sync EV charger. It is um, a smart charger that's small, compact, and trendily designed for any modern smart home. Go and check it out on ExpertElectrical.co.uk. Um, it's really, really, I won't say cheap, but it's competitive. Um, go and check it out. Could be an alternative, and in fact, it should be your number one go-to option. These guys are stocking it. Go and get it. Um, go and check it out, and see what else they got. They do everything over there. Honestly, it's UK's number one electrical wholesaler. We love them. Hope you guys do. Now, Monday Club. Hello and welcome to Monday Club. Um, it is Tuesday, so basically Tuesday Club again. Um, in the house we got Nico. Uh, Yo. And we, so we've kind of lost Mark for a little bit here and there. He's going to be popping on and, on and off. Um, he's just super busy at the moment. Oh, he's so busy being successful that he's had to drop us out a little bit. So what I done was I went on a quest, and we went oh, on here we go. to find this mythological creature known as the Quinergy. And here he is, Craig Hello. from Quinergy. How you doing? That's yeah, you. I've got a new. Yeah. Getting better. Getting listen, better. listen. Are you related to Rabsi Nesbit? Uh, probably everybody in Glasgow is. I think. Who's that? I know. The... I'm about to Google it quickly. <laughs> Who's that? You lot, you lot won't know about Rabsi Nesbit, but me and Craig are the same age. So... He's a legend. He was a legend back in the day. Yeah, Rabsi Nesbit. He wore he wore a string vest and he drank a lot. <laughs> and he, yeah. sounds like Sam. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. I did get drunk this weekend, yes. Um, but in my picture, I did look tonk, so I was happy with that. Whatever that means. Well, the picture you sent uh, you sent to us of you. Um, yeah. Oh, the one lying down with the vest on. Yeah, when he was uh, my vest. Oh, oh wow! Whose vest was it, Sam? I think it was my dad's. Because <laughs> <laughs> basically, what happened was. Um, it was my brother's birthday and like we just had the kids around and that but my mum and dad got a hot tub and my, me and my brother was like should we go and get in a hot tub yeah yeah we'll go and have a drink in a hot tub anyway so I was just drinking like Jameson's because like a nice whiskey Jameson's come on um, and I was just having a little sips and that but in the hot tub you, before you know it like you've been in there drinking for an hour and you're not that drunk but then you get out and something happens and it hits you all at once mm. And all I remember is um, Amanda, my wife, saying, hurry up, we're going, everyone's gone, and you're laying on the floor. And I remember trying to put my hard hat on, but I weren't putting my hard hat on. I was putting my trainers on my head. Oh, and wow. I was like, oh, I don't fit. <laughs> so, you know, I, I got in a lot of trouble on the way home. Um, and, yeah, so that was my Sunday. Um, but, yeah, I've got a bit of an interesting story. But first of all, Let's have a little bit out of uh, Quinnergy. Like his name's Craig, but I refuse to call him Craig. He's now the Quinnergy because like no one wants to be called Craig, really. Nah, Craig's a boring name as well, and it's quite hard to pronounce, especially if you're Scottish as well. It's pretty boring. Do you say Craig? Uh, I say Craig, but everyone always says I think I'm saying Greg. Yeah, oh, I, I see that. Because Craig. Like, 
Yeah. I don't Craig. I don't see how it's difficult to say that. Craig. Craig. I see that you sound like Greg now. It actually sounds like Greg when you say it. Me? Yeah. Craig. I'm from Birmingham. He thinks he's. I'm not from Birmingham. I'm from the Midlands. Yeah. We're posh up here. Peaky Blinder. Craig. Oh, wow. By order of the Peaky Blinders. I've <laughs> never watched that. Well, you wear a hat and you're dumb and you're from like Coventry. I'm dumb. Wow. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm on one tonight. Um, Quinnergy, tell us a little bit about you. Who you are, what you do, where you're from. Yeah, so Craig, as you know, Craig Gallagher. No, um, I'm 40, turned 40 this year, quite old now. So mm, I'm yeah. nearly there. I'm nearly there. Yeah, it's getting bad. I uh, served my time as an electrician. I served my time as an industrial electrician with switch gear, high voltage. Um, can I went down that neck of the line didn't really like it and actually as soon as my time is out I fell away from the trade and went into car trade started buying and selling cars and stuff because you're a mad motorhead isn't you I totally totally just love cars man just love them I was going to say a gearhead but that means other things in certain parts it totally does I can't say that (laughs) (laughs) you know you're a motorhead I'm getting we're not not talking about that on this podcast are we (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I need to leave. I, I'm professional now. We can't talk about stuff like this. Me too, apparently. Um, yeah. No, I had something like that earlier. Somebody said something about, oh, I'm going to go have a tab. And I thought they meant LSD. And I was like, what? But apparently it means a cigarette <laughs> in some parts of the UK. Yeah. A tab, a tab in Glasgow is a fat, a cigarette. A tab, oh. yeah. So, you know. But anyway, back to the Quinnergy. Yeah. Um, you like cars? So I kind of roundabout way, kind of fell out the kind of electrical trade. I just didn't really like what I was doing. Uh, messed about for a wee while, and then I kind of get back into uh, get back into doing domestic style work. It was more so because I seen I seen a I seen a kind of niche market and thought, let's try and capitalise on it. And it was testing, just basically testing. Um, just doing lots and lots of testing and then scaled up to doing like gas safety work as well as electrical work and then plumbing and then smoke alarm. So built a brand and thought, like, let's just market that one wee niche and it was all about landlords. Um, so for Scotland, we were, where you are this year, we were there in 2015. Oh, okay, yeah. EICRs and all that. Yeah, so EICRs were mandatory in 2015 and so were smoke alarms. Um, so there was just, it just as you can tell just now, the floodgates have opened for years. Yeah. So it opened then, and then with Scotland, not a lot of people actually wanted to do it. Um, so I just basically found that niche and thought, let's just jump in that bandwagon. That's what we did, and just set up uh, a kind of brand just for that, and just looked at ways of how to how to scale it, how to make it more efficient, how to do it better than the person next to you, and or some ways, I mean, we're going into this thing again where how cheap can you do any ICR or how many ICRs you can do in a day or a week. It goes down to that argument. So we've we've found really good ways of doing the ICRs quick and turning them around. So taking them on from work orders all the way right through to invoicing, that's where we are different from a man in a van, you would say. What this would- is quite interesting for me, me and you, because obviously myself have been doing it constantly for the past two months with Adam. Yeah. And we have gone to the swing of things so well between us with the both our testers, with me with the iPad. I'm at the board, walkie-talkies, he's going around, we're doing the wonder leaves, we're doing everything we should do. 
so well now. Like it's just a cracking gear that's just turning, and, and we can do an ESDR fairly quickly. And it, straight away, as soon as I've got in the van, the report and the invoice have sent off. Um, but this is what I don't understand with some of the guys that we, because I have been two now, I've been asked to retest, and the, I had it. The guy never got out of the van on the very first one. I sat in the van. We are still oh. coming across that. We are still coming across people that are basically writing. So they get the work order and they write an EICR literally with the mm. work order the next day. It makes me laugh because the guy said, oh, it's a TNCS system. We walked up there, it was a PME, and we were like... Yeah. But then we started looking at... You're always... Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people... Well, not a lot. A lot of people do take pride in their work. Like, no one really wants to do a crap job. But then you've got people who, like, have other mitigating circumstances where they just feel like that's all they can do to earn money. So well, like, they might be up against it or whatever, and they're just like, well, if I do five of these a day, I'll put them in. Well, what's the worst that can happen? You know, you get people like that. You get people in a corner, and then you get people who just simply don't care. Well, I think I, I think a lot of it is, do you just have HMO properties or, like, the the licensing for HMOs is slightly different as well. So for an HMO, you need paperwork to be aligned every single year. So if it was an EICR done last year, they need another one done this year. So all they do is copy and paste the last certificate. Yeah. And that that's just to keep the licensing board happy. Um, yeah. So that carries on a lot. It's, it's, it's it, Honestly, it's pretty bad, but we are now cheap enough that we can compete against the guys that are writing it out in their vans. So we are trying to promote just a better service and we are quite visual online and social media and stuff. So it'd be stupid for us to to then not do it properly. To get well, now, yeah, sure. Well, now you're on the biggest platform in the electrical industry, you know, welcome. No, it's not on my channel. I've not been on Nick's channel yet. I've been on Mark's. Well, you haven't been on Artisan, who is the king, not Nick. <laughs> <laughs> look at him look, he really gets triggered by that yeah, I, don't um, know. I like right. Jordan anyway enough of the storytelling let's get on to Kimmy what did you do this week what you can't hear can't hear you sorry, sorry here I am I'm back again uh, what did I do this week oh, I'm even scared am... to hear this I'm scared to hear this because of last no, this week. I did more things <laughs> than last week, I promise. So this week I finally um um paid my NICIC inspection fee, whatever. So I'm waiting for them to come back to me. Do you want to try that again? I got that done. I've been trying to do NIC EIC. Yeah, what did I say? I don't know, something completely different. But it's all right, I'll let it slide. Okay. Sounds so- like you've let it slide, yeah. Sounds like it sounds nice. <laughs> So basically, I finally, finally chased it up because I sent off my certificates to them and um, they didn't get back to me for about two weeks. So I called them today and I said, you know, what, what's up with that? So they said, oh, you know, we can take your money now. So I said, all right, I might as well. So I paid for that, waiting to, to get that booked in. They said they'll call me back by Friday, hopefully. So that was a big thing I got done. Um, and then I also finally downloaded software on my iPad to do EICRs. And you know what? This is one thing I wanted to talk about. Um, the evolution of how we've been doing EICRs. So literally, I looked at how I used to do them when I first started Electrics, which was literally the little yellow um, dialogue pads with the first sheet, the second sheet, and the transfer sheet. And, you know, you write it out, you rip out the bits of paper, staple it together, and, you know, you give one copy to the client, keep one for yourself. And then, obviously, progressed into... Um, 
I had an Excel spreadsheet actually. So when I was on like maternity leave and pregnant, um, I was like, you know what, what I'm going to do is I got the regs book, put it in front of me, got the Excel spreadsheet out and literally made the template for the certificate on Excel spreadsheet. Um, so that took me about a week, but it sounds like an effort. That was, but look, literally, like I had nothing else to do. So, um, I did that and that's what I've been using until literally like last year, I think it just, I just got so used to it that I didn't bother looking at anything else. And then last year I transferred it over to a PowerPoint, believe it or not. It was literally a PowerPoint. I used to do my certificate on, so it looks legit. And then I used to say that as a PDF. Um, and then I used to have to have the schedule of rates on a separate PowerPoint because it's landscape rather than portrait and the rest of it was portrait. And then I used to have to use a software on Google called like Merge PDF to put the two PDFs together to make the certificate. This is how I've been doing my certificates wow. until last That's week. So until long. last week. And can you imagine? I was so comfortable and so used to doing that that I never thought to try out different apps and stuff. I just... And do you know what it is? Because the social housing jobs I've been doing, we've been literally given pieces of paper. You write out the scheduler rates. Um, and then on the other side, you've got the tick sheet. You literally do that. You send it off and they fill in the rest of it. So we never have to, you know, you know, do all the bit at the front and so forth and so forth. Somehow they do it from the pictures and the information you provide them. So, yeah, it was literally until last week that I've been you know, doing certificates in that way. And that's why it always took me so long because I'd have to write out on my phone, take all the pictures, then come home, get the PowerPoint out, do the first set, second set, merge it together, rename it, da 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 da, da. So yes, uh, last week, sorry, I finally downloaded an app called iCertify, I think it is. And oh my God, the certificate literally took me like 10 seconds to write up, 10 minutes or whatever. Because obviously I tested it on site, came home and you literally just click like instead of having to write it out each time it literally has options where you click is this a lighting circuit you click it and then it'll automatically think oh look 1.5 you know one mil cpc um and then it will put na where you know you think it's going to be na and then you can also select um your tester what the um insulation resistance um thing is so mine's like greater than 999 or you know you've got the greater than 200 or whatever else so it automatically fills that in for you. So literally you open it and within like a few minutes, you can transfer all the information onto the certificate. You click a button, it saves it. It's beautiful, ready to send. And you can already pre-type the email that it will attach it to. It's life-changing. Can I just say something? Welcome to the 21st century. Yeah. That's been yeah. around for a long time. Oh, we've been doing it for quite a few years, to be honest. Okay, but I didn't yeah. know this. Because yeah. I've been in social housing and stuff, and they're so outdated. They don't... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We don't we don't get iPads on most of the social housing jobs. I think that must be a new thing that they've been doing recently. No iPads, no nothing. Literally piece of paper, type it out, take a picture, send it off. So... But it's good you've discovered that. That's really yeah. And also, have, and you know what? You can change the colours. You can even put your logo on it. This is honestly for me, it was life changing. And the, I only, the only, the only one, the only one thing I'd say about that is where where do you save your copies? Do they save you on save the copies? So um, unreliable. Apparently, this app doesn't save the copies. If you unsubscribe from the services, you lose them forever. I've yeah. been warned. However, where I'm sending them off, I'm relying on the email that you know, the sent items to store the certificate. So when you join the NIC, 
You will um, be able to use their software. Don't tell them that. I'm not planning to use them all the time. I just want the stigma. Yeah, I've, I've heard their software is not the best. It's they, they, just they, my they achievement. Are, their software is difficult to use. If you want to do a lot, their software is difficult to use. I'll probably give you a couple of wee ideas or cheats of how to do it quick. It's can scary. Can save them and stuff like that. I just don't know if I can mention it on here. but You can mention uh, anything you want. Well, we can't. So ba basically, I, I'll we've made our own PDF document for every single certificate, right? And then it's so easy to then, you just use a PDF editor to then edit that document. So on that document, you can uh, change the, like change Basically the sounds like the, the PowerPoint thing I've got. <laughs> Basically, so I, it used to happen where it used to be open office that we used to use before that, but change now we use a PDF. So you just save the document. So you have a template PDF, EICR template, and you can change all the kind of first couple of pages. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. And then, then you just save it. So then you can save it on your desktop or you can save it on your software. If you use a job mm. tracking software, and that, you can save it inside the job. So it's always there for you. That's the, that's the worst thing. So see when you've done like 100 EICRs and you go back and you have to look at the old one, you can't find it because mm. it's on either iCertifies or somebody's email. You need to get it the hardest part is where to keep all your documents. Um, the thing I do with mine is I've got easy cert and obviously mine is cloud-based as well. So I've just linked my Dropbox to it. Yeah. So if I ever get rid of it or lose it, I can just log onto any device, just yeah. go my Dropbox yeah. and they're all there. So see, so see easy cert, see if you download that certificate, uh, <laughs> make it a PDF and then... It automatically is. Yeah. So then export that onto your like computer so you can edit it. Mm. Then make the editable so it'll be a, a writable PDF or unflattened. Then you can make changes on that. Then you can send it, or if you've got mm. a job tracker, you can put it onto your job for that day. That PDF, you know what? yeah, see that. Open it, open it on your iPad on PDF Expert, edit it, and then save it back to the job. And then actually, you've got the template and the new one. So That's that means that if, you, if it's a failure you've got an unflattened copy so that when you go back to do the remedials, you can easily change the certificate again so you've got a satisfactory one. I don't know mm. what any of you are talking about because I don't do this. <sighs> yeah, so what we do with if it's an unsatisfactory, which we oh, get quite a bit at the moment. One sec. Yeah, go on, mate. Um, is obviously we save off, send off the report um, on an easy cert, but then obviously I've already emailed it off and I've already saved it to I've already had that saved twice. So all we would do is just re-edit the report we originally sent in the actual app, change it all, change what we need to, re-send it off and save it again. So on my computer, I actually have the failed report and the satisfactory yeah. report, which is, is handy. It's good. I think it's good till you... Oh, is he gone? Kimmy, can you hear us? I'm here, I'm here. I'm here. Oh. Unless you're saving them all as the addresses. Sorry, dude, your yeah, internet cut out then. Yeah, oh. that's what I do. Is I'll save it as addresses so you can just search for it easy. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or just put it. Oh, it's gone again. What was that, Sam? What are you drinking? Is that brew dog? No. It's Pepsi Max. Pep <laughs> <laughs> um, the Quinnergy is having um, Quinnergy problems up there. Kinetic mm. problems. Oh, um, 
you know anyway. what? I was gonna say while while he loads loads up, you know, um, I personally uh, give obviously clients an option whether they want an NIC cert or a standard cert, and obviously NIC cert is gonna be more. So always provide them a cheaper option, which is my standard certificates, and that price is like the standard price. So yeah, because I know some customers. I, I've had it before when they've turned around to me, "Are you NIC uh, registered?" And I say, "No, I." I'm Napier and I've lost jobs over it. And we've argued back and forth and Napier going involved yeah, years yeah, ago, yeah. but I didn't really care, to be honest. I used um, to get that with Stroma. People were like, who's Stroma? Yeah. What? But since I've started using my own software, it looked, because my easy sit, it does look the business. Once you print it off, your logo's on it, uh, your number, all your registration, it does look really, really good. And like you say, you can change the colour, but ever oh, since that, I've not really had an issue. <laughs> um, I think mine's blue i think yeah i think, think. Do you know what? i did have somebody ask me a question they asked me oh do the different colors represent the different level of electrician and i thought yeah i was like yeah it does the yellow one's like the, the top qualified electrician you know yeah <laughs> here's the quiz again he's back in the house can you, can you hear us dude jesus please <laughs> don't say that to kimmy she's never do, he's never done anything again you know he's got haters all i'm saying is do you know what um, I won't say it. Anyway, no. let's go back to talking about certificates because it's so exciting. No, but honestly, it, it probably is quite an interesting subject to many of those who are doing the ICRs. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, that, that was the hardest thing for us to scale. Because, like, we're we are probably doing about, on average, 100 ICRs a week now. Um, on top of that is maybe two or 300 gas safeties a week. So wow. ma managing where the documents are kept, how to use it, how to easily find it, is probably the hardest thing of scaling up when, you, when you're doing that amount of paperwork. How many people do you employ? Uh, so there's just over 30 of us. Wow. wow. Look at you. Nice. Go, 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 Quinnigy. Thank you. I mean, just to put it in the perspective, like this time four years ago, this basically this month, so the start of this month is when I started... Cornelji four years ago. Wow. Uh, and it was only it was only me and a van. But because we concentrated just on certificates and specialists, like, yeah. We didn't bother going after like rewires or getting mixed up. So we honed in on every process. Like me and Sam talked about this earlier. Like every single process, like how the work orders come in, how you how you make up the job, how your guys go to the job, how many guys go and do the job how like as you said every single part of it like where you save the document how it's made easy to read it and write it and stuff like that because your best mate is actually um jamie curry of home rewire yeah no yeah, yeah. So, and he's another one who specialised. he's just like right i want to drill down on one thing all we do is home rewires and we do them in a day that's incredible. It he really is incredible. Like, mate, yeah, these boys get paid well, but they work for that money hard. They do. They do get paid well, um, and but they work very well. And that's the thing. Yeah, I was gonna say they do. Um, I've seen them do. You know when you got the the the, the coven on the top. I've seen them work around it like magic. It's, like it's, I it's personally like would not be able to do the standard that I've seen some of them do in the houses. But the anyways. So that's, that's the thing is because you're doing the same thing every day, all day, it's it becomes repetitive. You, you just mm. get into the swing of it. Where if you're chopping and changing, 
you end up, if you're doing ICRs like yesterday, then you're doing a kitchen today, then you're back out doing ICRs. Sounds like me. <laughs> yeah, but you kind of forget your process. You become yeah. really good at something and then you forget and you lose your way of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I did this I, I, years and years ago. Did loads of rewires, did this. This is all by myself. And then it comes to a job. I didn't do anything like that for ages. And then it comes to doing two-way switching. Or, no, it was intermediate switching. I sat there and I had tried to Google it. And I was like, I can't, I can't remember this. No internet. I ended up going to get the book out of the fan. And I was like, as soon as I looked at it, I was like, of course. But it was one of the things I hadn't done it in so long. You yeah. do it. Because you've got to remember so many other things. Like you think how many regs we, we have to know off by heart or specialise in on different stuff. But domestic, I pretty much know. Eighty percent of the regs, we say, oh, uh, anything that we slips slips our mind, we can easily go. I mean, to be fair, now I just bring Gary Hayes or yeah, or Dave. Oh, all right, guys, it's me again. Why is it, Nick? What question is it today? Oh, nothing, Dave. Just want to see how you are. Well, why are you on the phone, mate? Yeah, it's this little. Uh, um, but yeah, and if there's anything those two can't answer, don't do it. <laughs> it's this, just one of them. But this is a. Oh, actually, before we continue. Yes. Um, our friends at SWA would like to um, ask us a question. Hi, guys. Welcome to this week's tech topic from SWA. And this week, we would like to understand from you guys how you keep yourselves up to date with new standards and new products. Now, here at SWA, we do a range of CPD training programs on topics like uh, crimping standards, glands and best jointing practices. But we'd like to understand from you guys how you keep yourselves up to date. Thanks, guys. See you next week. Well, cheers, Dan. That is Dan from SWA asking, where do we get our CPD from? Okay. So, um, YouTube. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Professional Pro Electrician Magazine. There you go. Note that down as you may CPD. never say that again on this podcast. My favorite. Yeah. Uh, and then what else is there? <laughs> um youtube oh, there's webinars there's yeah, I was gonna say, so there's, much stuff the actual special websites that literally just specialize in cpd they end up adding up and they end up being quite expensive um know where the best I... cpd is at the moment i'll tell you right now where you can get the best cpd and that sounds the... channel no man that's oh. like listen that's opposite that's anti-cpd don't you actually my... get dumber watching some videos listen, <laughs> don't watch my channel there's like nothing like just subscribe. That's all you want in it. Having a go at electrics, yeah. you ain't gonna learn nothing other than a fat man doing electrics. That's it. Um, <clears throat> however, go to Efix. They have a CPD like thing on their on their website, like a CPD section, and it is so amazing. Like because it's all done by like Joe and Gary. They sit down mainly joe like he's he actually he's quite a slim person but his head's like that big because it's just full of electrical knowledge and <laughs> honestly he writes it all out like he'll spend like two weeks constructing cpd for people and you can go on like, awesome. you can go on to efix and you can and you can check them out so um i might even put a link in in the show notes to efix on this podcast just because um we love efix guys but where do we get ours from? So if I was to be honest and personally open, I don't, other than watching other guys' YouTube channels, uh, I have no interest in watching webinars or reading because I can't, anything like that. Um, it's just no, what I watch on YouTube. But do you log it, Nick? Like, no, right well, like, for who though? This is my issue. Like when people say, I'm self-employed. They don't, they don't check in on you. But they don't Stro need to. Stroma used to check in on me. 
Like, no, I've never. Have I've never had it. You had to log, I think, forty hours for the year. Oh no, I've never heard of that for an eight To be honest, I'm probably I'm well, funny, but I've never heard of that. And it's it one of them. Thing. I think, like, if you go for professional registration, IET, and places like that, I think they like require you have to. to yeah, I like yeah. to show that you've been doing it. But do you know where I get my CPD from? Where I learn my things from? This podcast, having these conversations, yeah, about true. certificates and stuff like that. I'm not saying yeah. this is a source of CPD because let's be frank, it's not. But for me, it is because this is where I get to have good, good in-depth conversations about the mm. electrical world. Like I talk to you guys, which are lowly house bashers, um, and I get to understand that side of it. You get mm. to talk to me, the king of the king of sparks, like doing industrial work, like we're proper electricians doing proper stuff. Oh, and this well. is how, and and so you get to learn from like the kings. So it's all good. Like the kings pass yeah. down to the peasants. The peasants learn from the kings. It's good. Well, yep. I, I tell I tell you where we get we get quite a lot of our stuff sent out in toolbox talks. So from our oh, yeah, assessors, yeah, yeah. we get a toolbox talk set out every month, and we've got a when you get to certain amount of employees, you've got to then demonstrate that you're learning from that. So mm. it's all recorded that way. So we do it by toolbox talks, uh, and efix efix is brilliant as well. I love it. I love efix. I must say, to be fair, thinking about it, I have had a lot of emails. From Napit doing webinars on different stuff. I've just never ever clicked on one. Listen, if I'm honest. Listen, it's a certain type of person that, that watches a webinar. They're hard. They're difficult. Can't do it. Like, I can't do you know it. what? I just I just can't like I'd much rather like there's a new series on on Netflix at the moment called Jupiter Jupiter Legacy or something. It's so good. That? It's so good. Oh, I started watching one hundred after the other week after the uh it's good. Yeah. It's quite dull. It gets heavy. Well, yeah, yeah. It's the spaceship one where you think other people are going to sacrifice themselves, and you're waiting for them to go. Oh, don't worry, guys, we've yeah, got this. And then, no, no, they're all gone. Yeah. Wow, it's or, quite heavy. Like, I'm yeah. a little break from it because, like, five seasons in, and like they've committed genocide on like a hundred different times, and you're like, Do you know what? I need to relax on this a bit. It's mm. making my life a bit dark. But coming back to the CPD question, Sorry. Uh, um, I feel like. Um, the greatest source of CPD in the universe is Monday Club, followed by Efix, yep. and then um, Sparky. Um, Sparky Ninja does loads of webinars. Well, he has done, and I know he's done some stuff. He, he has, hasn't he? Yeah, across yeah, the webinars to try and progress the 18th edition fan, stuff. Though, is he? What's that? <laughs> Not a biggest fan. Doesn't matter. He does some great stuff. He does. Ministry. Listen, let's be, let's give credit where credit's due. You want some good learning resources? Hit up E5. They are. That is what they do. Yeah. That is what they do very, very well. They do podcasts very badly, but they do um, educational podcasts very, very good. I'm having a digging compliment at the same time. What do you want? There's, it's friendly oh. banner. It's competition out here. It is, but they, I'd say they, 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 they put a lot of time. I was listening to, Mad I don't know if it was on Paul's or E5's Instagram the other day that they're getting together and, and weeks they spend together. Figuring out CPD and and my God, they take my house to them because the stuff they have to learn and put forward. It was why they need to make sure what they're putting out is correct and the backwards and forwards. And I take my house to them like genuinely. Yeah, do you know what I couldn't do, you know do what it. They are. They're they're like real studious people, passionate about the industry, doing like banging it out there. But um, hashtag don't listen to their podcast. Listen, watch their webinars. Um, ours is better. Mm. I can hear now. Sorry, I did the stupid thing. I opened. 
the AirPods. Why did you do that? And then it disconnected me from these ones. <laughs> so but moving on from that, we got we got a couple of things. So we've heard about Kimmy's week. Can I go back to one more time? Um, no. No I'm joking. Go on. Um, that my tattoo. Next. That's for you. Oh, you're joking! I'm about to get one done next week. What? A, a, a lightning bolt on my hands. Like yeah, but here. Yeah, don't yeah, get a matching one. It's gonna look weird. You've got the same birthday, Nick, and the same tattoo. Um. Anyway, okay. oh, I was gonna say. So, um, that book I showed you guys last week, I ended up reading it, and it's actually really, really good. So that's kind of CPD. Oh yeah, no, I wanted to. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna buy that. You know what? Literally. Yeah. Um, I thought I'm going to dedicate a whole day to it. So I booked up a whole day to read. And it, it only took about two hours and it had loads of good points in it. I wrote them out, but a lot of it is actionable steps, which obviously what our you know, books are about. But it's really, really good. And I would definitely recommend it. And obviously he's got the free version on his website. I paid the uh, £15 because I like hoarding books, as you can tell. Um, but yeah, he's got a free version on his on his website and I totally recommend it. It's uh, he's he said, uh, "What's it called? The Sparks Toolbox by J. D. Wayne." Yeah, 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 James D. Wayne. Um, he's um, he is scheduled. Well, he, he we are in talks for him to come on the podcast, especially for oh, you. Right. That's cool. Yeah, be good to. Oh, who's he? Hey, I'm gonna who's quote he? all my favorite quotes and maybe get it signed like somehow virtually. <laughs> he is. Uh, he's done a. He's done something called the Sparks Toolbox. Uh, it's a book just talking about how to better run your business sort of thing. Mm. I don't think you need it, Quinnigy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Craig doesn't need Quinnigy's it. Quinnigy's like, yeah. pish. You know what? What struck out to me, because he's put quite a lot of quotes in it that relate to life in general. And I'm quite a deep philosophical person. So no. I was like, yeah, I totally like No, you're it. not. Oh, really? No. Oh. But can we talk about my week now? Because no one no, wants to Sam, hear about your Nick. Week, we know what happened. You you nearly died like ten times this week. I don't think I've heard about next week yet. I don't. I, I never heard what next week. Oh, uh, thanks, mate. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Craig. So my week. Uh, well, what happened? What was I doing on Monday, Sam? When you rang me. <laughs> I don't know. What was you doing? Oh, he's playing with his virtual reality headset. So I bought one of the the yeah. I bought one of the uh, Oculus VR headsets and. Um, well, my mate's got it, and we I wanted one for ages. I thought, oh, yeah, Sam. But I was playing with it at home, like, in the evening. But the problem, because I'm so tall, when I was using it, I kept punching the ceiling. I broke the light fit in the lounge. Then I punched the fish tank. Oh, you're like, so hard. No, no, no. Really, it wasn't. It really hurt. <laughs> and um, I thought, oh, if I'm on the unit on Monday, I was doing, I just filmed some sponsorship stuff at the beginning. I thought, well, I'm loading it. I download a Star Wars game. And, oh, wow. Oh, and then Sam rang me, and every time he rang me, the first time he rang me, I just set my camera up, just started recording, going through the lines what I needed to say for the sponsorship bit. And my, I always mute my phone and put it on the side. But when I'm wearing this thing, this thing always rings, and I can't ignore it. And it's like, Sam's here again. So you got me on my edit my videos every time. I'm going to make a little footage, like a little 20-minute video every time I record something, Sam rings me. Um, but yeah, then I played on that for a bit, and then I... I don't know what I did for the rest of the day. Oh, I had a call out, um, which sucked, but hey. Uh, uh, yeah. Cool story, bro. Anyway. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah. Um, so this week, um, I had a catastrophe. Um, I, well, like Nick, actually. I had a catastrophe. Um, we both picked up a troll last week as well, didn't we? So you've got your own troll that you've had for a while. Yep. Um, I got a troll this week. Um, 
who's apparently coming to fight me um, on the weekend. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's mental. I don't know who that is, but... Yeah, yeah, no, he's coming all the way from um, sunny Stevenage. He's going to travel down to Margate. And he wants to fight me. So that's hilarious. You know, grown men talk. That um so yeah, I you know give us a clue. Give us a clue. Who is he? <laughs> oh, you ain't gonna know. Um right. so that that's hilarious. Is there another electrician? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> whatever, man. You know, whatever floats your boat. Um and then got so drunk on Sunday. I think we've covered this. Yes. And then Monday, um, but I got drunk early. So it was like five o'clock by the time I'd finished drinking. I woke up at one o'clock, hung over, went downstairs, had four pints of water, um, a couple of a couple of paracetamol, went back to bed, watched some TV, you know, fell back to sleep about three o'clock, woke up and I felt all right. And then I got to work and I just felt a little bit rough, a little bit, a bit like, I don't know, low energy um... if you like. Hungover. No, people normally call it. I weren't hanging. I was just like, and like, so I done. I was doing a video about a really boring subject, and I was like, this is so dumb. It's basically drilling a hole in a box. Why am I even making a video about it? And I turned round to uh, crawl underneath this bit of bit of a tray, and there's there's stud that was sticking down about I don't know, probably not even an inch, and it and it scalped me. Um, and blood all pouring down my face and it was a whole palaver um, and I had to go to the hospital for the second time in two weeks, get that glued back together. Um, and yeah, so it's been a rough week. And what I wanted to talk about just very briefly is safety. And here's a safety notice from Fat Sam. Kimmy, stop laughing. Here's a safety notice from Fat Sam. <sighs> It was entirely, well, it wasn't entirely my fault. There was a lot of processes and stuff in place, not in place, that resulted in this accident. And what I would say is, what was my fault is my acceptance of going into a dodgy work environment and working in, in an environment that is that doesn't respect your health and safety. Um, and I would say, don't do a job that don't, that that you find that doesn't meet your standards of health and safety um because I did that and I paid the price and I've had I've had an infection in my arm I've had a big cut on my back and now and I've had a cut on the head problem. and it's my fault because I don't have to do this job I'm not a slave mm. I don't have to do it I can walk off that job at any point I'm not going to go under I'm not going to lose my house um I need to and this is this is this, you have to draw a line to what's acceptable, but you can easily fall into this this sort of state of play where you just end up where you just end up doing dumb stuff on site just because you're there. Um, and I've learned a lesson from it, and the lesson is have a standard and stick to it. Yeah, definitely. Do 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 you think a bit of paper or like a risk assessment or method statement would have changed that outcome? Um, I do because if so that is my resp my responsibility is I accepted the danger when I went under there. Like, I know it's dangerous under there, but I still went under there anyway, right? That's my fault. What's their fault is there is no sort of, there's no safe, safe access, safe 
egress. There's no um, rapid escape lines. There's no... Um, if you had a heart attack under there, basically you're dead. Like, no one's getting to you and no one's getting you out, especially a fat man like me. You're not going to stretch me out under there. Like, it's going to be a problem. Um, there's no quick way in. So I would say there's certain points under there. You won't get someone out within, within, even within an hour. You'd have to literally start getting a, uh, like a massive grinder out and make a hole in the floor. It'd be nonsense. And there's no like official statement about how they would deal with it. There's no risk assessment. There's no plan of escape. There's no nothing under there. And the thing that upset me the most about it wasn't the fact that I, like, when I, when I was like, so if you imagine it's like that and I've gone like that and I could hear something ripping and I was like, I was like, oh, that's my head. And I put my finger there and I was like, oh, oh, that's my skull. And it was all blood and it's all coming down. And I was like, it looked like I'd been in a zombie film or something. But the first thing he did was send us a picture of his bloody head. Of course. Like, I was like, footage. <laughs> but um, the reality is, they. I went back the next day. Um, so I obviously went A&E, had my head stitched. Well, not stitched. Like they, they glue it, didn't they? Anyway, I went back the next day, went down there and... If you go to my channel, Fat Sam uh, Electrical, um, you can see all the footage and stuff that I took that day. And the next day I went back, I went down there, and this bit of stud still had a tiny bit of my scalp and hair just hanging mm. off of it. No one had gone down to see, like, what had happened down there then? Like, what can we do to make it safer? They just went, oh, he's gone. Don't worry about it. Do you know what I mean? And that's the mindset. I was really disappointed with that. And it just goes to show that no one really cares. Yeah, I think that I, I worked offshore for a while. And see, working offshore is you can't get any work done because of health and safety. It takes weeks of processing and organising and the look of every little detail. But that's why working offshore is not cost effective for the companies they lose so much money so it's finding that balance of how far do you go with every scenario self-responsibility is key in this self-responsibility is key but did you but did, did you know all the risks and all the hazards down there that that's a that's the next thing if you don't no, know what well, you're no, going down to they're not highlighted but as an as an experienced spark you know you can take a look at an installation and go right well that ain't got end caps on they ain't got stud caps on they ain't got washers on. It's obviously been slung in because it's a crappy environment to sling this containment in anyway. So what? Like you, might, it might take you, I don't know, three or four minutes to get to where you need to underground. Now, if you've forgotten your stud caps, you're like, oh, fucking, we'll do that later. I'm not going back down then. I'm not going all the way back up, getting stud caps, coming all the way back down again. It's just going to carry on. So I think there is an element that you know it's a two-bob installation, but the reality is... When you're down there, you don't think it's going to happen until it does. It's the same mm. old adage. And it's much like I messed up because I went down there and accepted the danger of going down there. I, I, I know that it's a crappy installation. I've already caught myself twice down there. And I'm still down there working without protest. That's my fault. Yeah, but do you want to be that person that protests or... Well, it, it depends how tired he is. If he can't be asked to do it, he's going to protest. If he's in a good mood, he'll just get on with it. No, because you know what? Do you remember a couple of weeks ago when when I was like, do you know what? I'm I can't be asked to be down there anymore. You know, and, and you like we was down there solidly for maybe 
five weeks solidly pulling in cables all day long poxy pulling in cables and doing stuff down there in a the real harsh environment and but we accepted it and it's like oh yeah well you take the rough of the smooth we get to go early and stuff like that and you get you fall into a mindset like this this group think and it's not healthy it's not it's, and this is where this is where these like toolbox talks and um the health and safety guys that come around you know they sort of keep that relevant in your mind but where they don't have this on this site um it's not relevant and you do forget about the things there's no toolbox talks or anything like that listen lads look out for the sharp objects down there today just a little bit of extra help nothing like that and so that's that's their responsibility they've they've dropped the ball on their responsibility i dropped the ball on my personal responsibility yeah and that, that's what's key about like training and development all the time and it's hard for guys that are on their own self-employed because how do you train yourself? How do you, mm. where do you get that information from? Like, I'm dyslexic as well. I can't read, I can't write, I can't take information in that well. I need to visually. Sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> it sucks, doesn't so, it? It does. It, it, I mean, yeah. It's very difficult. I mean, you, you need to go and somebody says, by the way, don't touch that. Like, it's going to hurt you. But if it's if it's written in front of you, it doesn't, I don't, I don't take it in. Yeah. So that's what's hard about being self-employed is where do you get this information? Where do you get the training from? And that's where YouTube is good. Conversation like this, where it's mm, interesting and you get that level of information. Well, I mean, this is kind of where Monday Club comes into its own, in my opinion. Obviously, it's my baby, and you know, I, I love what we do. But I think these conversations, people will be listening to and going, "Joe, you know what that happened to me." Do you know, people are relating to it, and we're we're having conversations about our weeks. Mm. We're not having the real world stuff, like pre laid out. So the conversations about our week can be anything. Like this week, I got my head stabbed. You know, last week Kimmy was like Jesus. Like, do you know what I mean? These mm. things happen, and, and and we sort of have these conversations. And I think we bring certain certain like subjects up just through conversation that's quite powerful and i like it and that's what that's why that's why i keep coming back to wanting to do this me too i'm back here every monday i love it i don't have a choice no you don't have a choice nick sorry sam but listen we are at that time um if we go on much longer we're going to turn into pumpkins that was quick. Well, I think I was only on for about half an hour. The amount of time my Wi-Fi went down. Well, I, yeah. you know what, mate? For your success, can you be successful at getting some decent Wi-Fi? It's usually fine. It must be something. You must be sharing it off for me. You must be sapping mine. Yeah, because we you live in England, it? not a yeah. federal country across the border, across Hadrian's Wall. Oh. Hey, wow. Oh. Wow. You know what? It's always been my dream to go to Scotland, though. You can't diss it. Listen, how many can't dreams wait. have you had today? So you, she's she's got a lot of dreams. I'm yeah. a dreamer. I'm a dreamer, honey. I dream no, a yeah, lot, but you, and I make you them come true. And I see you dream to be an I see you dream to go Scot. Listen, you know Scotland. Listen, Scotland's only up the road. Right? Next week, or watch me. Don't hang on. Me. Hey, hang on. Right. Oh yeah, I'm coming to see you, Nick. And Sam. And all of us. Yeah. Oh, but, depending yeah. which way Sam is on my screen, is it that way? Um, so next, our next episode, we should be, it should be in the unit. Yeah. Yeah, that's how, how, how far away are you from Redditch? Isn't it? How far away is Redditch from yours? Where's Redditch? I'm terrible at geography, I'm sorry. But, uh, I mean, I was hoping that you were going to say it's like five minutes away. I am half an hour away from Birmingham. 
So I am uh, three hours from Birmingham, and I am <sighs> like much further. Fucking I basically, hell. if I go and tune in my radio down, at, like if I drive to the front and I tune in my radio, radio yeah, yeah, Prince, yeah, we've all heard it before, Sam. So no one cares. So Sam, where are, where are you again? Where are you, Sam? I am in uh, Margate, and I've got to travel to Nick's silly unit. Oh, Redditch for me is um... not far. Why have I got no internet? It's the other side of staff. It's the other side of Birmingham, so not far. About half hour. Redditch <laughs> is about half hour. What's funny? Sake. Somebody's stealing Nick's Wi-Fi as well. <laughs> We've got Wi-Fi gremlins. It's a Quinergy. It's a Quinergy has bought sorry. Wi-Fi gremlins. I've, no, I just... Sorry. Sorry, I've got you. I lost you. I just typed in Reddit on, on Google Maps and then, for some reason, these are connected to this then. What's going on? Um. Anyway. anyway. I'm, do- I'm down in Bath, uh, London, Nottingham and Redditch over the next couple of weeks. So, so we are recording, obviously, on a Monday. Yeah, Monday. Monday. You know what? I really want to like cough a little bit, but you know all this like c word stuff. It's like I'm scared to just <coughs> do that. Crazy, right? She's got it. She's got it. That's a, that's a code. There's something behind that. What? Huh? You're not. You're not. You're not saying like uh, certain. You had to put in certain names in the last episode or certain words. Yeah, I did, but I stopped playing that game now. No, no, I stopped playing that game because um, I thought we we're going to start recording it in person. So I stopped. But yeah, that was so fun. I even got um, Nick to say, why I man. That oh, was bonus points. So Kimmy's been playing this game with her followers on Instagram. Where My wonderful out... friends. She hasn't got no friends. Um, that, that She plays this game where they give her a silly word and she has to say it on Monday Club. And to be fair, we didn't know. Yeah, I blocked them all from from seeing my little Instagram stories, so they couldn't see. And one time, um, I forgot to block Mark, and then Mark's like, "What is this?" I was like, oh, "Mark, please don't tell them about this game, please." <laughs> so yeah, I had so much fun. Literally, so many funny suggestions, and I got in most of the words. And yeah, yeah. no, I got to give it to you. You smashed yeah. it. You know what? what? One one time, I even let them choose my hair color. I was like, "Should I go blonde or black hair?" I was like, "Black." I was like, "Okay, guys." It was so cool. I'm maybe going to try that. But hang on, we've not got a lot of followers. I think we've only got a couple of thousand followers. Yours have got like th- tens of thousands. It's no, crazy. I have. That's not. just Nick. <laughs> oh well. Maybe I'll try and steal some. So Quinnergy, you are going to be our new returning guest. Yes. So I think next week I'll do it down at the office so that the Wi-Fi is perfect. Yeah, please. Please, you mm. know. <laughs> this is nonsense. And maybe we'll delve into um, vehicles next week because I know Nick's got a new vehicle coming. The Quinnigy's got a new vehicle coming. No, yeah. he's got plenty of vehicles. He's got and I've lots. got a new vehicle coming. So yeah. did you find your old you know what I found my old vehicle by the way. It's all fine. But oh, you know what? The battery's right, dead. Save, so save it. Save it. Conversation. For next week's one, come on! Okay. Yeah, next week two hours for next week then. Gearheads on Mo- on Monday Club. No, Mo- motorheads on Monday Club. <laughs> <laughs> right, listen, Monday Club, we're out. <laughs>